It's the Buffett Reality Check. Warren Buffett out with a warning to lawmakers. Reckless spending has consequences. Inflation's not going away. Plus, reports of a powder in the air and on some cars in Maryland, North Virginia, West Virginia. These are quite strange. Apparently, there's a film of dust on these cars that no one can account for. Details on what it may be coming up. And all eyes on Tesla this week with the stock market in volatile and vulnerable territory. Elon Musk is gearing up for his big analyst day. And some believe he will, yet again, defy the odds. Hello, welcome to the Trish Regan Show. I am Trish. Portions of today's show are brought to you by Legacy Precious Metals. Learn how to invest in gold and silver by getting your free investing guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. Again, LegacyPMInvestments.com. We'll talk about gold again in just a little bit. But first to the news of Warren Buffett, billionaire, famed investor, 92 years old now, no spring chicken. He's seen her thing or two. Well, he has a very stark warning on inflation. He wrote in his annual newsletter to Berkshire Hathaway shareholders, that fiscal deficits have consequences. Imagine that. He's also warning of a pretty darn tough economy in the near future, writing, quote, our job is to manage Berkshire's operations and finances in a way and manner that will achieve an acceptable result over time and that will preserve the company's unmatched staying power when financial panics or severe worldwide recessions occur. Oh, okay, well, you said it. Financial panics. You know, we've been through them before. Think about 2008. But what is different about this time around is that we're in an environment where the Fed has already done everything it can. And so now it has to raise rates. And yet if inflation just keeps continuing and the Fed keeps raising rates, then there's no way to actually help the economy when it gets in a really bad position. And again, if you look at this language from Warren Buffett, he's talking about financial panics, severe worldwide recessions. His job, he says, and I quote again, is to offer some modest protection from runaway inflation, but this attribute is far from perfect. In other words, not even he is going to be able to figure it all out. We're all going to suffer. There's nowhere to hide. And by the way, my own two cents on this, it's in fact because of a massive human error from these Federal Reserve officials, along with Joe Biden and Janet Yellen there at Treasury. They all think that they know better than the market, than the actual consumer. And thus, they're out there trying to play God with our economy, printing money. Well, they printed the money. We spent the money. They spent the money, too. And now we're all left having to pay the price. And that is why the most recent indication of inflation out on Friday showed that it is still there. It's persistent. There is a generation, I'll tell you, that's going to get caught very badly in this. Looking at the numbers right now of who actually has a lot of debt happens to be millennials. They are taking it on and did take it on at levels that are simply unprecedented. So they're going to get stuck in a really bad way when interest rates go up because they're going to owe that much more money. Let me share with you these numbers. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, American millennials in their 30s have racked up debt at a historic clip since the pandemic. Their total balance has hit more than $3.8 trillion in the fourth quarter. Whoa, $3.8 trillion. I mean, that is one massive number. It's huge. I mean, I've been going on about how the Fed printed like some six, seven trillion. Well, these millennials, they're out there racking up more than half that, borrowing more than half that on credit cards to sustain their home gigs. And apparently the the stimulus checks just weren't enough. I want to know what they were doing, really and truly. Like, where did all that money go? You wonder why you can't get a hotel room at a decent price anymore. Apparently they were doing a lot of traveling. I want to point out it's a 27% jump from late 2019. The Wall Street Journal did a big piece on it. 
And again, as I suspected, a lot of trips, a lot of travel, people just planking down their credit cards for like everything. It really sickens me that we still have no effort to educate people on the importance. I mean, we get all this woke nonsense out there in school these days. We got to think about what gender we are. We got to be sensitive to everybody's needs, this, that, and the other. Let's get sensitive to our own needs. Let's make sure that we are not spending our way into oblivion, society into oblivion. That's what these millennials have done. I mean, total, total lack of understanding of anything, clearly. So $3.8 trillion, that's how much their debt was up to in the fourth quarter. And uh, they're just an irresponsible group. Not that it's entirely their fault. Again, we as a society have allowed this. We teach kids a whole bunch of nonsense and they have no ability to take care of themselves when they leave school. They, they rack up all this debt in school and then they get out and they continue to rack it up. And they're going to be in a really bad spot. I mean, this is not sustainable, folks. It's not. And this particular group really seems to have demonstrated the least amount of responsibility. So this is not going to end well. It really is not. By the way, steepest increase in debt among any age group ever. It's the fastest pace of debt accumulation over any three-year period, actually, since the 2008 financial crisis. And these were during good times. So this is crazy. Rates are only going up, which means they're going to owe so much more than $3.8 trillion. It's pretty foolish. Anyway, let's... Anyway, this will be an interesting week on Wall Street There was a lot of volatility, a lot of downside in last week's trading. Actually, there has been for the last four weeks, and it's because the inflation reality is catching up with everyone. And you know what? Now Warren Buffett's out saying it. Bank of America's out saying it. They're actually predicting, the equity analysts, they're predicting a 24% drop in stock prices, the S&P possibly at 3,000 this year. I have been saying this since summer of 2020, that inflation was in the works and it was going to get really, really bad. And there's no easy answer to this. It's one of the reasons why I have stressed the importance of diversification in your portfolio. Lots of interesting things to look at these days, including six-month treasuries, two-year treasury notes. Who would have thought, right? And another thing you might consider in part of that diversification strategy is something like gold or even silver. If you're interested in investing in gold or silver, I encourage you to call my friends over at Legacy Precious Metals, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Their number is one 589 Again, one 589 They can help you with a gold-backed IRA, which can protect hopefully some of your dollars in the long run from the weakening that is expected as a result of all this money printing, 31 trillion and counting. That is the size of our debt load. So take a look at LegacyPMInvestments.com. You can get a free investing guide there or give them a ring. Turning to another story, I'm talking about bad stuff out there. This one is just weird. Really, really, really weird. We don't know a whole lot yet. I want to caution that. We've just got some reports coming in from Maryland Northern Virginia, and also West Virginia that I would argue are a little bit troubling, a little bit baffling. The reports are about a mysterious dust that is appearing suddenly out of nowhere, coming from the sky. I don't know where this green administration is. Where's our climate czar when we need him? I mean, consider what happened in Ohio. Hyde and Biden taking on a new significance here as we look at some environmental disasters that may be happening under none other than his watch. Anyway, one state, West Virginia, 
says that it is testing some of this stuff that appeared on cars. You see, there are reports of a powder in the air that is almost like a kind of snow. I've seen some pictures of it. It's like a film. You know, in, in the, if you live in the Northeast, which I do, you might have a lot of pollen during the spring. So that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, that would be my best analysis of it, except this is, this is not pollen, folks. This is something else. Nobody knows what it is. A couple of the states have gotten their environmental protection agencies, state ones, to work. Again, I have no idea where the federal government is on any of this. Hide <laughs> Biden. There's a disaster in Ohio. Train derailment, massive chemical leak. And he's not, well, he's not nowhere. He's over in Ukraine. And now this, anyway, West Virginia, they're looking into it. They are waiting on test results. And Maryland is also commenting. Maryland thinks that maybe this is dust that came from Ohio. Oh, no, no, no. That's what, that's what we all think. <laughs> it may be dust from Ohio. No, no, forgive me. Maryland's department, uh, environmental department, says it's probably from Texas and New Mexico. Their thinking is that there's been some kind of weather pattern that may have brought this their way. And then the wind shifted and there's like a new front coming in from Canada or something and everything's okay now. They've tested the air. They said it's fine now. Well, what the heck was that stuff from earlier? Thank you very much. And yes, the elephant in the room is, of course, Ohio. Is there any chance that this stuff migrated from Ohio? We don't know a lot here, and they're not sharing a whole lot here. Just that the water's fine, and apparently now in Maryland they're saying the air is clean. Well, I just want to know where our climates are. Is John Kerry, hello, are you too busy out there polluting the ozone layer on your private plane, gallivanting around to collect Award after award for all your green energy efforts. Tell us what's happening back here at home. You know, Biden, as I said, he never bothered to get to Ohio. It took Pete Buttigieg, who's supposed to be the guy in charge of the train tracks, it took him 20 days to get there. So we'll see what happens on West Virginia, Maryland, and Virginia. But listen, residents there, they need to be asking these questions. I'll tell you, maybe if this dust suddenly gets into the Corvette in Joe Biden's garage in Delaware and hits the Corvette and the classified documents, well, then maybe somebody in the White House might just care. Anyway, look, I mean, dust, I hate dust. Dust or no dust, green politics or no green politics, I would say you need to think about the quality of the air you breathe. I think about it. And it's the reason why I love my new EnviroCleanse air purifier. It's an air purifier from EK Pure. EKPure.com. It's so good that the, the U.S. Department of Defense uses these filters on naval warships. Think about that. I like knowing that when I go to sleep at night, I'm using the exact same thing that our naval warships use to purify and protect my air. That's because EnviroCleanse has advanced mineral technology that goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illnesses that may cause cold or flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can get one for yourself, for your own home. This is how you stop colds and flus from taking down your whole family. I'll tell you, we have been in great shape this winter Thanks to EnviroCleanse. It's how you help destroy that allergy inflaming toxin that may be out there, all those molds 
from the air that your family breathes from causing allergic reactions. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and even better sleep. So visit ekpure.com and use code TRISH, T-R-I-S-H, for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. You're also going to receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. It's a $150 savings. So again, go to ekpure.com, code TRISH. Don't forget, TRISH for your discount, ekpure.com. Wall Street begins this week in negative territory. We'll see if they can turn it around. But hey, it's been a tough last, what, four weeks? Certainly a tough week last week on the heels of the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, which showed, surprise, surprise, that inflation is still high, up 5.4% on this particular index. Yeah, not good, right? Not good. Um, I've said this all along, you know, you're not gonna be able to get rid of this stuff overnight. So we're gonna be stuck with inflation for quite some time. That particular index that they like over at the Federal Reserve, it's their favorite one. It's called the Consumer Price Expenditure Index. And they love this thing. They like it more than CPI. The problem with this thing is that it actually isn't taking everything it should, in my estimation, into account. They changed the metrics back in 1981. And consequently, it's not really reflecting just how bad things are. So I would argue it's not the metric that you should look at, but I'm not on the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. And I'll tell you, if I was, we would not be where we are today because there's no way, no way, no how I would have allowed this insanity to go on. But the insanity continues. So you have to be really careful about where you're investing. And as I said, I suddenly have liked treasuries a lot, like, a lot, right? And I was telling you about this even six months ago to just keep an eye out for treasury opportunities. It's not good, by the way, when interest rates go up like this, because ultimately it means that our government is going to be paying that much more in interest on the debt that we have. So we got $31 trillion and it's a big difference between, you know, 1.5% interest and 5% interest. And right now you get the 10-year yield actually approaching 5%. On Sunday, roughly around four nine. So, this is kind of scary stuff. And again, it's why I just urge you to be very cautious. All that in mind, shareholders are still watching very, very carefully. And I saw a lot of positive spin on this, which kind of surprised me only because Tesla is not exactly a darling, shall we say, of Wall Street these days because of Elon Musk's $44 billion purchase of Twitter, which was kind of a miracle like it's just amazing that he bought that company and that we have been able to learn all that we have learned about twitter and its political bias because had he not planked down 44 billion dollars we never would have actually gotten this information anyway he's got a big analyst day coming up this wednesday so this week for tesla and yes yes we're going into very difficult challenging times i do believe and yes, there are many more competitors in the EV space because suddenly everybody's kind of woken up to what he was doing and saying maybe that there's an opportunity there. But he is one smart guy. And given that he's such a smart guy, I'll be very interested to see what he comes up with and what they reveal in this big day. Some people are talking about a cheaper vehicle that he'll have a less expensive Tesla out. Other people are talking about a lithium company that he may be buying. Incidentally, I drove, I test drove a, a Tesla a couple of weekends ago and um, it was interesting. 
<laughs> it's very interesting. I had never driven one before, and I know a lot of people love them. It, it felt strangely to me, and I'd never driven an electric vehicle like out on the road before. It felt a little bit like a golf cart, right? Because like you stop and you take the your foot off the gas and boom, like you stop and then you hit the gas and wow, like you go zero to 60 in no time. And of course, that's what they're known for having so much incredible power that it has. I'm not quite there yet. It was a little bit strange to drive. I think it could take some getting used to, which one could surely do. But also, I know myself. Am I really going to remember to plug it in? Am I really going to have to deal with stopping on the highway if I take a long trip and, and charging this thing for 20 minutes and possibly the lines, et cetera, I don't know. I'm not there yet, but I do think it's incredible what he's done. And he should get more credit for that, frankly. I mean, I, he just, I think, is is too much of a, you know what, disturber to get any credit for anything. And he's sort of terrifying to a lot of people in power on both sides, frankly, which I sort of love. Anyway, this is really interesting because there was a Bloomberg report that came out over the weekend saying that Tesla is looking at possibly buying a Canadian miner named Sigma Lithium Corporation. And that would be amazing, right? Because again, this guy, Elon Musk, he gets it. He gets what the future is. So you got Ford out there saying, oh, let's go do a deal with a Chinese battery company and have them relocate to Michigan and we'll be dependent on them and their lithium and their battery technology, you get Tesla saying, no, 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 we want to go it ourselves. And this is smart because the last thing that we need as a country is to adapt this technology and then be even more dependent on China. What we really want to do is adapt the technology and make sure that we can support that ourselves with friends in friendly places. So Canada makes sense. We want sources of lithium that make sense. We also want the ability to manufacture these things, the electric vehicle batteries, right here at home. So again, I'm expecting another win from Elon Musk and Tesla. We'll see how the company trades, but most of all, I, I'm most interested in what the news is out of Elon Musk this week. You know, if you have not... Sign up for my YouTube channel. I'd really like it if you could go over there. Go to the Trish Regan YouTube channel. Sign up so you see all of these video reports. You get to meet my dog, Fluffy, if you do that. <laughs> I've been campaigning for him a little bit. Fluffy for president 2024 because you know, you know he's smarter. You know he's cuter. And you know he's younger. But that's not necessarily an accomplishment because nearly everybody that might run for president is younger than Joe Biden. Anyway, Fluffy, Fluffy's the bomb. And he's so much more intelligent, I guarantee you. Anyway, part of the reason he is so intelligent, I guarantee you, is because I do feed him well. And part of part of his regimen, part of his diet includes a product called Rough Greens. If you have a dog or if you know somebody that has a dog, you should definitely tell them about this because I think this is the best supplement on the market. It provides all the things that your dog needs in terms of digestive enzymes, in terms of vitamins, probiotics, all the things he or she needs to live a long, healthy, happy life. I know it's made a difference for Fluffy. I mean, he can't talk to me or anything, but like I said, he's pretty smart, so he communicates in other ways. <laughs> really, his eyes, they, they say it all. And Fluffy tells me, no, I, I know because his allergies were actually pretty bad and now they're not so bad, so I do think that this has something to do with it. But Fluffy tells me, how much he loves this stuff, just by how he runs to his dinner bowl in ways that 
simply did not happen before he started Rough Greens. This is a supplement that just goes on top of his regular food. It was created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. Dr. Black, he's the real deal. Quite a background. Quite, we're going to get him on the show one of these days because you should just hear from him. Former Vietnam era pilot. He is former Army Ranger. Just exceptional. And he cares passionately about health, both for human beings, but also for his dogs, because he knows how important these animals are to us. So Dr. Black created this supplement for his dogs, and he wants to share it with everyone so you can get it for free. All you have to do is go to roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com forward slash Trish, my name, roughgreens.com forward slash Trish. You can sign up for your free Jumpstart trial bag, just pay for shipping and I think your dog's going to like it. Let me know. I've been sharing some dog videos lately online. <laughs> it's all part of his presidential campaign, you see. Um, so let me know if, if you do get it and you like it. I'd love to hear about it. It's great to have you here. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you like the podcast. Give it five stars. I so appreciate you being here. And we'll talk again tomorrow. Good luck in the market this week.